Hello, my friends. Joe Zenk coming to you. It is Tuesday, May 19th, uh, as we continue through this Easter season for another oh, 10, 12 days. Uh, it is early afternoon. I am coming to you from Saints Peter and Paul, my office in Kiel. Uh, wherever you are, I wish you every blessing on this day um, and, uh, and continue to hope that you are filled with the uh, the joy of uh, the resurrected Christ in your midst. Uh, okay, so today we've got a short gospel reading. Um, we continue our journey through the gospel of John. We are uh, John chapter 16. We will pick up from where we left off yesterday. Still moving through our bread of life, not excuse me, bread of life, the Last Supper discourse. Uh, that will go through the end of John chapter 17, which I suspect will be uh, probably the rest of this week and all of next week that we'll uh, stay there. And then on the other side of Pentecost, probably get back into some of the synoptic gospels. Um, so if you are ready, let's dive into the word of God, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, now I am going to the one who sent me. And not one of you asks me, where are you going? But because I told you this, grief has filled your hearts. But I tell you the truth. It is better for you that I go. For if I do not go, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness and condemnation. Sin, because they do not believe in me. Righteousness, because I am going to the Father, and you will no longer see me. Condemnation, because the ruler of this world has been condemned. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So for those of you who are uh, following along. I apologize, I did not mention this. That was John chapter 16, verses 5 through 11. 16, 5 through 11, uh, John's Gospel. I want to start out with a, uh, a story I heard. Uh, Father Willie Vandaloo, who is a priest for the Diocese of Green Bay, just a marvelous man, uh, was giving a talk. In fact, this might have been uh, a retreat he was giving to pastoral leaders. Uh, so this was some years ago. I'll say, oh, six, seven, eight years ago. But he told a story of when he was pastor. He recalled uh, a gentleman coming to him, and his youngest daughter had just entered college, and this youngest daughter was the apple of his eye. And he was so proud of her when he went off and just knew she was going to change the world. Well, two months into college, uh, this youngest daughter of his got pregnant, and that priest came to Father Willie and was so angry and was saying, blaming God, and said, you know, I don't understand how God could allow this to happen and do this. Um, he said, if this is the God that we worship, I want nothing to do with him, and you won't see me here again. And true to his word, Father Willie said he did not see the gentleman for quite some time. He said, but you know, the strangest thing happened. Two or three years later, he saw the gentleman walking in 
and in tow, holding on to his hand, was a little two-year-old girl. And the smile on the gentleman's face lit up the room. And Father Willie went up to him and exchanged a, a hug, and the, the gentleman said to him, he said, Father Willie, I, I need to ask you and God's forgiveness. He said, I had no idea how much this young girl would mean to me and how she lights up my life now, and I cannot imagine my life without her. An incredible story, but so real. I think every one of us can relate to that in that sense of we have to let go of one thing in order for the other to come and to experience what that gift can be. And yes, it entailed death in the midst of it. Jesus is very clear here when he says to his disciples, now I am going to the one who sent me and not one of you asks me where are you going, but because I've told you this, grief has filled your hearts. But it's better if I go, for if I do not, the advocate cannot come to you. Ron Rollheiser, and if you've not read his book, The Holy Longing, oh my goodness, I urge you to read that. It is so marvelous. But he talks about that idea of ascension in there, that one thing needs to ascend in order for the next, the gift to come. That gentleman in the story needed to allow that idea of his daughter and her life and what it would mean to her and to him to ascend and go in order for the new gift to come, this gift that he could not have foreseen and one with which he could not see himself living without. Brothers and sisters, that is so often how we see is, is in hindsight, God can use even those things which we may view at the time as tragedy. And, and I say this with three daughters that I hope do not get pregnant in college and come home. Um, that, I, I, that we can't foresee the gift that comes out of some of this, these happenings in life. You know, there's that marvelous story in Exodus where, where Moses, I, I want to say it's Exodus chapter 33, but, but, you know, I may be wrong on this, where Moses basically says, Lord, I want to see your glory. And, and God says, <laughs> like Jack Nicholson in, in A Few Good Men, you can't handle the truth. You couldn't handle seeing my glory. The, the idea is no one can see the face of God and live. He says, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set you on a, a cleft on the rock. And when I pass, basically I'm going to put my hand over and cover you so that you don't see that. He said, but I will lift it. And you get to see me, I mean, in a sense, the backside of God. Um, I love that image for, for this idea in that, brothers and sisters, we often cannot see God in the midst of what is happening in our time. But we can often look and say, 
Of course you were there. Of course you, you were there in the midst of the pregnancy and, and brought forth this life with which I cannot live without. Of course you were there within that tragedy and, and this came about. Now that doesn't mean God causes any of this. But brothers and sisters, we have to remember, I do not understand the mystery of, of suffering and grief and pain. I, I, I don't have the foggiest. There are those of you listening who have a much better sense of it than I do. But here's what I do know. I know that God only allows suffering and grief into the world to the extent that it can be redeemed, that it can be made new and life can be brought forth from it. Whether that is a relationship that has ended through death or through anger or bitterness, whether that is, is our image of someone else and therefore my image of myself that has ended, that these things must ascend before the next, the advocate can come, before we can see God, not beforehand, but only in hindsight, after he has passed, and say, of course that was you. That God does not cause the suffering and pain, but he can redeem every bit of it. And he only allows it in this world to the extent that it can be redeemed. Otherwise, it would not be invited or allowed in. I do not know what pain and suffering, my friends, you are going through today, and grief. We know we all deal with the, the, the big ones and the little ones on a daily basis. But know this. One, it can be redeemed. Two, God is there in the midst of it. And if we look, whether that's a day, a week, a month, a year, or ten years later, we will see, ah, there you were. There is the gift that you sent me through that. And perhaps that gift is something that we cannot live without. Let's pray, shall we? It is um, Tuesday. We continue through the joyful mystery. So if there is an intention for which you would like to pray, I'll give you a bit of silence right now to name that and lift that to our God. And so let us begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second joyful mystery, the visitation. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Brothers and sisters, again, I thank you for taking time to pray with me today. Pray through our word and pray uh, with uh, the rosary. Uh, I wish you every blessing. Uh, the rest of this day, and until we are together again, be that tomorrow or whenever that happens. God bless you, and I look forward to that time. Bye-bye.